We have had many conversations over the years about procrastination. Clients tell us what they experienced before meeting with us and a lot of the hurdles that hold people from finding a financial advisor that works for them. We hope to give you an epiphany to find out what financial freedom means to you and the courage to take the next step past any procrastination that you might be experiencing today. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets, this is Tom Seco and CJ Burnett. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians, practice owners, and the veterinary community across the U.S., owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the host of this podcast, the Smarter Vet Financial Podcast. Our mission is to provide a different way of thinking to make financial decisions easy so you can spend time doing other things. Make sure to check out all of our other great resources available on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, and articles. You can find them by visiting flvetadvisors.com. If you're finding this podcast to be helpful, make sure to rate and review us on Apple or Spotify. If not, give us a rating on the Smarter Vet Podcast Facebook page and follow us. It's amazing to me how many people we meet with and they talk about the frustration and what they experience maybe a few weeks or even a few months or maybe even a few years before they actually came to us and met with us. I know, Tom, you and I have experienced this many times where we get in a meeting with somebody and we just show up. Someone scheduled an appointment with us. We just show up to the meeting. And then the more we get to know these people, the more we hear the experience that they had leading up to the meeting and the procrastination that they've felt over the last few years. And today, being a little bit more behind the scenes, I figured, Tom, you and I could open up a little bit more about what we hear from people and kind of what they experience and how did they actually overcome what they were experiencing enough to go see a financial advisor and now get the help that they really feel like they that they needed years ago. Like how many times have you heard somebody say, wow, Tom, I, I don't know why it took me so long to get here. I don't know, you know where were you 10 years ago? We hear this so much, and it's pretty incredible as you bring that up, CJ, because people are telling us that, hey, we, we should have talked to you years and years ago, or what, what was I waiting for? And I really don't know. I mean, CJ and I don't know. As we've met with so many different people over time, there are some very common, let's say, overlapping themes or, or things that we hear about very often. And a lot of times people might be waiting for that perfect time. Are, are you one of those people that are waiting for that, let's say that opportunity that really is, I need to go talk to someone. I need to go do something right now. And it seems that like a lot of people that their lives where they're very absorbed in the things that they're doing and uh, taking that step back to really say, hey, like what is causing me to not take that initiative, to take that step? And there are a lot of reasons that we see that people delay starting or changing relationships with an advisor. And, you know, one of the things that we've noticed that was to say right off the bat that we've seen commonly, who here really thinks that finances are fun? I mean, CJ and I, I mean, we, <laughs> we love it. We nerd out over Excel files we're and different. having conversations about stuff all the time. Whoever's listening at this moment, if you were to think about finances, do you find it frustrating, boring? Is it unpleasant to you? I mean, how many times have you talked with anyone before, CJ, that has actually said, like, yeah, finances is not really my cup of tea? Well, I think that there's definitely a lot of the times there's an illusion 
that people are busy, they're too busy for something, or there's this illusion that finances are complicated. And so, you know, if, if you think anything is frustrating or boring or unpleasant in really any way, you're going to always find some reason or some, I dare say the word excuse to not address something that we, we know may be important, but it just never seems to be important enough to us. And we sell ourselves on how it's not important. And Tom, I know you and I have met with people in their like twenties and they're like, well, I don't think I really need a plan for retirement. It's like, well, yeah, you kind of don't like you got 40, 40 plus years before you retire. So maybe, maybe not, maybe it's not, it's not top priority, but Hey, you might want to buy a house soon. You may want to get married soon. And so you know, a lot of the times people think financial planning, they kind of go to that like part of what they hear in commercials. And they just assume that problems that those commercials bring up or what they hear on the internet are really why you go see a financial advisor. And so since it seems like a kind of a boring thing to do or an unpleasant thing to do, it creates an avoidance behavior. Absolutely. I find it that it's incredible to see the amount of people who lack the interest in finances. And I, I will say when there is a a lot of different things that are just out there that we're trying to interpret. Whoever's in here that has gotten their veterinary degree, because I know we have people listening to the show that are practice managers and owners and people who are actually practicing veterinary medicine. There's certain steps that we've all taken in our lives to get to a part where our degrees and our education that we, we've gotten, and we found some sort of desire or interest in it. And maybe finance hasn't been an interest because of just the the lack of a lot of different things, which, you know, we have some other reasons in here. But what we've noticed is that people tend to be, you know, scared about getting financially undressed in front of an advisor. Like think about it when you go to talk to someone about your finances, it can feel that it creates that worry of being criticized that if I share all of the skeletons that are in my closet, all of the decisions I've made and the things that I don't want people to know about, or there's like an uncomfortableness that we've created in ourselves can cause a lot of people to delay. And I've, I've always heard myself where people, it's not even just the fact of undressing, they will say, well, I don't want to lose control. And control to a certain degree, is it an illusion or is it really something that is deeper down that's causing us to have that feeling? Well, and I think when you're in a position thinking about seeing a financial advisor or somebody to help fear will cause people to say, okay, instead of, instead of going to somebody maybe I can do this myself, which then, it, you know, that creates all of these other issues of, of what that we're talking about. And I think a lot of the times people, people are asking themselves how to do something when they really need to be asking themselves, who can I find that can help me with this? And I think changing that perspective of how do I do this to who can I find that can help me do this? then, I mean, it's a, that's a simple business principle, right? Just, I mean, if you're a business owner and there's more tasks than mm -hmm. you can handle and things need to get done, what do you do? You hire somebody, you hire uh, somebody that comes in and does those tasks that you need to have done. And so being worried about being criticized pushes people to the place where they say, well, I have to do this on my own. I have to figure this out myself, which requires a ton of time, a ton of resources, a ton of research. And so recognizing that maybe perhaps you have a fear of being criticized by somebody by, by showing them what you're doing in your finances or showing them what financial decisions you've made up to this point, maybe that's what's holding you back. And a lot of these things tend to push people to not knowing where to start. When you don't know where to start, that's going to always push someone to a procrastination mindset. 
maybe you start on something and maybe you start in the wrong place and you waste all this time. And then you find out later that you should have started somewhere else. And so that, that idea of even wasting time, I'm sure most people listening to this podcast, you guys have a ton of time, right? Like Tom, you don't, you don't do anything, right? You just sit at home all day. You can research all the things about vet, vet med in order to know how to make sure that your dog is taken care of. Like you don't need a vet, right, Tom? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, Google, Google does it for me. I'm, I'm just totally kidding. Whoever's listening right now, because there's a lot of people that are like that doctor Google. Right. So like, it's, it's funny though, because if I told somebody, well, I'm not a vet, but I work on my dog. Whenever my dog is sick, I figure out how I don't go to a vet. I don't, I don't do that because, well, I have enough time to figure it out on my own. Most people listening to this are laughing, right? Probably out loud. Why would you do that, CJ? That sounds crazy. Well, you know what? It sounds a little similar mm -hmm. to us when you say, you know what? I've got all the financial stuff handled because usually when someone tells me that, they say, I've got everything under control. And then they, and then they even just give us a couple minutes to just ask some questions. What do you think we find? Even the people that have everything under control, and I, and I say that using quotation, air quotation with my fingers, think we find a lot of people with everything under control or do you think we oftentimes people have this illusion that everything's under control and and if we ask enough questions we end up finding out that there are some areas that that they can address that they never even thought of imagine that wanting to become a veterinarian gosh imagine if school didn't even exist and there wasn't any curriculum that was created and instructors in the very beginning a lot of this didn't even exist and then there have been people out there that have created the infrastructure to be able to learn and get educated and understand more. And I think even in our world of things, even I was joking about this earlier, like Dr. Google, it's like when people go online and they start researching things and they hear all the different opinions and comments and you know all these different online platforms and areas that people can go research stuff and comment about how something is good or bad or what it could be. And I, I could imagine whoever is listening to this right now you might feel the same way when it comes to vet med. So at, at times, like not knowing where to start is really a big factor of being able to have someone support you. They should be showing you really how to start laying out that carpet. But I think of it like the Wizard of Oz almost. It's like the yellow brick road, trying to figure out how do I get to the wizard at the end? Like that's what the advisor should be helping you do. Not even just from not where to start. The other part here is perfectionism. How many of you out there are perfectionist? I'm recovering perfectionist. Mm, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah. That's a, and like, that's a huge one. Cause like people will come to our meetings and say, I've been trying to get all my stuff together for the last two years and I gave up and now I'm finally meeting with you. And we're like, right. <laughs> or I'm, I've been trying to save up a bunch of money in an emergency fund, or I'm looking to make sure that I'm at my job making a certain amount of money, or I bought my house finally, and now I'm ready to start talking with you. It's amazing. The conversations that we have with so many different people out there and you know, granted where I've always thought about advising, the perception is that, Hey, I go to someone to help talk about investing, but realistically an advisor should be supporting along the lines of creating good habits, helping you readjust. Think of it like you break, you break your arm, they help you reset it and they help you create good habits. So your arm heals back properly. And the advisor should be guiding you as you start drifting off course, they're able to recorrect you. And come back to like, why are we doing this in the first place? Otherwise, you know, being a vet or a vet tech or a manager, whoever you are listening right now, it's very difficult at times to do that course correction on our own because myself personally, I mean, I have a, a two-year-old daughter and my wife and 
the team that we manage, the CJ and I, we manage, and like there's so much going on at times. I struggle myself to recorrect myself with my own personal finances. And it's funny because you said somewhere in there about how not really sure of the the reason why we're doing it, right? Because if the results are unclear as far as what you're after, then it's going to be very hard to be motivated or to actually get in a position where you're excited to meet with an advisor because like you don't even know what results you're after. You don't know what the end product is going to be. And, and so I think the uncertainty or even the lack of vision, I think people have for their own personal finances can oftentimes cause some cognitive dissonance there where they're not really exactly sure why they'd go to see an advisor to begin with. Now, why, why isn't an advisor important to help you? Is it to help you get returns on your investments? Is it someone that can help you understand what kind of house you can actually afford? Because the mortgage people definitely have their opinions about it. Is the advisor to help you make sure that you're creating flexibility in your day-to-day life versus where you're putting money over the course of time or in the event that you became sick or injured? Like what are the results that you're trying to accomplish from it? And when there's zero clarity around that, it can cause us to procrastinate. There's also the difficulty of getting certain tasks accomplished. There's certain things that I don't have a roadmap for myself. I'm sure CJ, you could probably agree with this. And like, eventually you'll figure it out, but you'll procrastinate and drag your feet and like put it on the back burner for a while. I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't ever procrastinate. I'm, I'm, you're perfect. Right? I get everything done on time. <laughs> yeah. We all, we all struggle with it. I mean, I've, I get presented with something in front of me, especially like, let's say a challenge with managing our team. And I was like, I have no idea what the heck I'm doing with this. And sometimes I have to like marinate it on a little bit. I have to reflect and I have to think about it and being able to create things in little chunks along the way to say, hey, how are we being able to take something that seems so complex and out of our realm and making it like little things that we can start doing that we can check off along the way. And it's very easy for us to get absorbed in the complexity of something. You're making a decision to do something or not do something. And by not doing something, you know, whatever the results are, you're pretty much flipping a coin and hoping that it works. Not doing something is still doing something. Mm -hmm. Most people don't realize that the consequences of our actions will always be felt. It's just a matter of choosing which level of difficulty you want to have. Do you want to have an easy life now to have a difficult life later? Because usually that's what happens. Easy decisions today mean difficult life later. Or I'll choose the hard stuff today because I know that over time it's going to make my life easier as a whole. Also, oftentimes financial goals are abstract. They're not specific. When people come and see us, they don't have an exact reason. We'll meet with somebody and say, hey, why are you here? What sparked you to meet with us? And they're like, well, um, like, you know, I got out of school a couple of years ago and now I just feel like it's, it's time. They have no idea what goal they have. They just know that they need to meet with somebody. And sometimes people meet with us and they're just like, well, I want to be responsible. That is so abstract. That is so not specific, right? They're just like, well, I'm an adult now. I'm married. I've got a kid. And uh, now it's time to be uh, adulting. <laughs> so- Another thing that I'm thinking of too is like, I, I want to buy a house. Even taking it a little bit deeper of saying, okay, great. You want to buy a house. Buy when? Where? How big of a house? Yeah. Is it a four bedroom, three bedroom, five bedroom? How many bathrooms? Does it have a pool? And really being able to dial down and get very incredibly specific because then it helps be able to start visualizing. At the end of the day, we become so involved in the things that we create ourselves. But when we try to attach on like the, even the concept of buying a house, everyone wants to buy a house. Like, why does everyone want to buy a house? Well, it's just, it seems like that's what we should do. But realistically, we all go after these goals and sometimes we achieve them and don't achieve them because, well, 
maybe it really wasn't that important. Maybe other things in life caught up with us because we weren't the ones that chose that. We were just thinking that was something we needed to do. So the more specific we are, it can really help us understand and keep us clear on what we need to do. Well, the more clear you are, the more motivation you find. When things get hard, you're willing to push through the hard stuff, knowing that at the end of the rainbow, there's a pot of gold. You go to an advisor, you don't have any goals. That's okay. The advisor should help you define some goals, not just long-term, but also short-term, right? We want to think about the next house we buy, the next vacation we go on, the, the next kid that we want to prepare for, right? Maybe we have two kids. We want to have three. got to prepare for the third one. Although usually by the third one, you kind of know what the process looks like. So I think recognizing how you feel, thinking through a lot of the stuff that we've talked about today, does any of this resonate with you? How do you feel? What is what is the fear that you have? What is holding you back from maybe meeting with an advisor or multiple advisors to just kind of interview them? Whatever that feeling is, recognize it, absorb and understand that it is in fact real. What you're feeling is valid. And when you acknowledge it and recognize it, you sometimes can then say, you know what, aside from this feeling that I have, I know that at the end of the day, I want to see results. I want to build a plan. I want to create some specific goals and ideals around ultimately want to accomplish from a financial perspective. And because I want to do that, these feelings that I have, I'm still going to find the courage to meet with advisors or an advisor in order to make progress because not doing anything is still doing something, right? Not making a decision today and not meeting with a financial advisor just means that you're postponing something that could, could potentially be the inevitable. Maybe at some point in the future, when you get to retirement, you don't have enough money, you end up behind. Maybe you don't have enough money to even earn enough income for you in retirement. And now you end up having to move in with one of your kids when you're 60 years old, 65 years old, all because you know you got prematurely disabled during your working years that when you were in your 50s. There's so many different scenarios that Tom and I have have learned about, have heard about from other people over the years. I think it's just good to recognize that not doing something could actually be your downfall. And so don't let procrastination get in the way of you making progress from a financial perspective, because ultimately, more than 50% of the people that you meet right now are stressed out about something in their finances. This is a very real stressor in people's lives. People say, well, I don't want to deal with it, CJ, right? It just causes too much stress. Newsflash, you're dealing with it anyway, because it's causing stress. Tom and I hope that, that to a certain degree, this has helped you understand maybe where the source of your fear or frustration may be, and you can still find the courage to, to go after and find an advisor anyway. Our hope with this show and this entire podcast is really we want to help change the thought process and how things are approached within your lives. And the more that you can help us, I think is the biggest thing that we're asking for today is that our show, we've been doing this for quite some time and we're always just looking for uh, more people to get the same great information that you hear right now. And the best thing you can do is to one, like and follow our Facebook page, the Smarter Vet Financial Podcast, and two, Share this episode or one of your favorite episodes of the show with a few of your friends. Click share and text it to all of your friends and say, hey, look, check out this episode because other people might find this information to be just as valuable as you. So if you can take a moment, really help us out and help out all the other people that are in your life. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. 
wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seiko are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seiko's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, a registered broker-dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly-owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purpose only. Only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities, Guardian, or Florida Veterinary Advisors, and opinions stated are their own. This material is intended for general use. By providing the content, Park Avenue Securities LLC and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. The individuals associated with Florida Veterinary Advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals. Florida Veterinary Advisors is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. 2023157375 expires June 2025.